Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Phoenix Rods. Um, today was supposed to be Jeff Marklin, but he called me last night and asked if we could remove it. And uh, out of um, respect to Jeff, I, I removed it. He said some things he didn't want aired. We talked a lot about things he didn't want aired, so I removed it. So this episode is actually going to be a previous episode since I don't have one ready. It's an old one, so I'm going to do a redo of like one of the first episodes. Sorry if you guys were looking forward to that. I apologize. This shit happens sometimes. Um, check out the Patreon. Tonight, tonight I'll announce the Patreon winners for March. So that's for the depth. Not for the depth. That's for the uh, punkers. Uh, you'll get uh, first place gets a punker and a ultra swimming classic rod from Phoenix. Second place gets a punker. Third place gets a punker. Um, thank you who have donated to Patreon. Also, this month's Patreon is sponsored by Depths Optimum. Um, Depths donated three uh, 250s, so this month you'll have a chance at a 250 and a rod in first place, a 250 second, 250 third. So please sign up for the Patreon to help support the podcast. Please go check out YouTube. All the episodes are going to be available on YouTube as well as iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all your platforms you can get the shit on. Um, that's about it, guys. Uh, had some great episodes lately. And, yeah, just really going. <laughs> I don't know how much to say. Please give us five stars on uh, iTunes if you can or leave a positive review. And sorry about today's episode, but it is what it is. Happens. Thanks, guys. All right, guys, we've been trying to do this one for a minute. We have uh, Jeff Marklin, Thunderbird Jeff. That's me. Yo. <laughs> Everyone wants to know about you. Uh, see on what you see is what you get, I guess. Uh, 20, going 20 years working at Newport Landing, Davies Locker. Obviously, we're on the Thunderbird. Yeah. It's Thunderbird Jeff. Uh, I've been Patriot before that, ran the Amigo, uh, squid fishing commercially. and uh, How old were you then? Uh, on the on the Amigo, mm-hmm. I think it was 2000 winter of 2010. You were running the Amigo then. 10, 11, and 12, uh, just for commercial. Okay, commercial squid fishing. What were you doing before that? Working on the Patriot for 10 years, five years, 10 years, 10 years. Yeah, started as a deckhand. Started as a deckhand. Got my license in oh oh nine. Started running relief and deck. Okay. You know, and then uh, got offered the old Thunderbird, which is now the T Bird out of Point Loma. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, wasted 10 years of my life doing that now. <laughs> <laughs> You've never done anything but a captain? Uh, saltwater fishing. In California? Yes. I worked a little bit on a tugboat, Brusco Tug and Barge, for a brief period of time. I think late 2000, probably 2008, something like that, but just boring. Yeah. Just not. But you never had a nine to five? Uh, no. I mean, when I was a kid, you know, in high school, yeah. we, I think me and three friends all worked at the same telemarketing company, and <laughs> I think we all just carpooled and smoked bowls on the way to work every <laughs> single day, you know, but, <laughs> uh, um, yeah. That, yeah, that's an interesting story because a lot of people just know you from the Thunderbird, might not know you, like, previously, like, the Amigo, you said. Yeah. Um, you were captain of the Amigo as well. Yeah, yeah. But, okay. I mean, I, I not running trips, you know, I was running it commercially. Okay. Squid, so... Then. And then the first couple of years I was running the Thunderbird, I'd run the boat and then get off the, the fishing season and then hop right on the Amigo for commercial squid fishing. So there's very, there's, there's a lot of work, man. <laughs> um, there's no downtime. Right now you're downtime. Downtime. For, from what, like November, Jan- November to March? Uh, I mean, we stretch our season in the mid part of November, late part of November sometimes and right around I, even if the fishing's phenomenal still, which it has been the last few years, coming into even uh, Thanksgiving, guys are still out there catching bluefin. But you end up running out of people, yeah. You know, so you're you're kind of scrambling. Even with a, a killer fish count, you got the holidays coming. Probably wives that'll kill their husbands for going out there and spending five hundred dollars on a <laughs> fishing trip when you're supposed to be buying presents for your kids. You know, <laughs> and you're running. Uh, your boat only runs overnights. Uh, Day and a half charters, two day charters, two and a half. Pretty, pretty much, kind of two and a half is our max. Just because we we just have tanks, you know, tanks for bait. We don't have slammers, mm-hmm. um, baits. What's a slammer? I don't know. Slammer is like a below deck okay. live well, basically. Um, it, I mean, you you bass fish, so it's basically just like a you can fill it with water and put bait in it, and then some on some of the bigger boats they actually use it as their uh they can refrigerate it as well so you turn, oh, you turn yeah when they're at the baits out of there you can just throw fish in there too and, oh that's nice yeah keep it refrigerated but yeah we don't there we don't have no app we don't have an application for that so we're i mean when we're running it seems like every single day we're overnight 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 yeah. overnight and then you throw all of a sudden you get a day and a half in there and then into a three-quarter day when you get in from that and it's like oh you do me. three-quarter days too sometimes it's always after a day and a half really yeah and you're the captain the whole time hell no no, no. <laughs> so do you have a second captain that when you're out there? Yeah, I mean we'll have a guy that uh, you know we have three guys that run the boat. Um, myself, Brian, Chris, and it, it always work kind of works out to you know the, the crew is kind of gets screwed because you get in, you got to get the boat scrubbed, and then you're leaving again on a three quarter day trip. Shit. Yeah. Do you uh, do you have like a crew you like to build, or you just kind of get thrown whoever? As far as our, our crew? Well, who you're using right now, like, because you're the main captain of the Thunderbird. Yeah, do right? I like them? No. Like, no. Do you get to, <laughs> <laughs> no, like, do you get to, do you, did you build your guys that you want oh, to Oh, for sure. With? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I, I, I have guys, one guy on there, Brian's been on there since he was, oh, man, 14 years old. And how old is he now? 25. Wow. He's yeah. Forever. Or 28. He'll be 25 this year. So, he started as, you know, a kid that was just coming out and then <laughs> just stuck around. I think for, like, a year um he was like he would never say a word to me he scared and you i don't know i thought he was going to kill me in my sleep but he just like occasionally like we'd make eye contact and it was really super uncomfortable you know because like <laughs> i just look at each other and you're like why are you looking at me dude like what are you thinking right now and i, I like well, maybe i want to kill you you Is know he a big guy uh no i mean he's stocky but he's like i don't know yeah five eight with heels on <laughs> um 
How did you go about that? I mean, this is the thing that I've noticed since I've been following yeah. you. Your persona is a little different, I think, on Instagram than it is well, in everyone, person. <laughs> well, everyone could talk shit, you know. <laughs> you know, you, you can get away with more when you're running your mouth. And I don't like want to like like talk shit to the to the point where like I'm calling somebody out to like fight. Have you had it happen? Fight somebody? No, like someone gets so mad at you that you posted something that they want to fight. You. My wife. Oh, she get mad. She'll look at the Instagram. Oh, she gets mad at all the shit that I do. Really? Oh yeah. She got to keep you under control. Not. I mean, she tries. Oh yeah! I hope she's listening to this. Oh, she's not. You're going gonna to. get it. Oh, she's probably gonna hear it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather deal with her than you know some deal- of the assholes. Yeah, some of the people that we deal with on a daily basis. But. <laughs> no, I mean because you do. You say some funny ass shit. I think it's hilarious. I think it's just for just it keeps you going, you know, or it keeps me going. Like anyone that runs a boat, like a, an important part of our life. I think when you're talking on the radio and you're just dealing with the same people. More than you're dealing with your your family. Yeah. I mean, you build this rapport of, dude, you're just normal dudes out there on the boat and talking shit's fun. It is. But so I've asked, I've, the captains yeah. I've had on have been like Mitch, uh, yeah. Phil. Good friends with Mitch. Um, Eric Lan is fine. He's coming on right after yeah. you. Yeah. He said back in the day, uh-huh. you got your balls busted a little different than you do nowadays. Well, yeah. When do you think that, that, what do you think that did and when did it end? So like, I know. Even, well, now it's like I hang out with a lot of dudes the same age as me because I know they can take a joke. Yeah. It's like they can take a dick. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you you, you got to you can't do that as much anymore. You might get a new a 14-year-old kid where dude, he's gotta, a little sensitive and you can't Well, you can't even, can't even have a 14-year-old on the boat anymore. It's got to be 16? 18. 18? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and they have to be a ticketed passenger. Um, it used to be like, you know, you get the... You know, like the the permission slip from yeah. the parents, like you're going to go on a field trip type of deal, and that was that was cool. But boats are different as well. Oh yeah, because you know, think about it. You know, from a business point of view, if somebody comes on the boat and they let their kid, whether they sign a little stupid little piece of paper that says it's fine or not, like yeah. the kid gets hurt, like you're you're screwed, dude. Yeah, you're fucked. The business is screwed. Yeah, you know, and even with that piece of paper giving them permission, like that doesn't mean anything in California. You sign yeah. you sign a waiver all the time, but if you sign a waiver and you die in a skydiving accident rest assured your family's going to sue that company and win something right um so does it did you have to like learn to kind of like uh tone it down maybe a little like over the because i could see me being on a boat saying some real fucked up shit i got a 16 year old no dude our our (laughs) (laughs) if we were like wired or bugged in the wheelhouse you know when when all the crews up there just talking normal conversations i a couple of us probably be in prison (laughs) <laughs> right. yeah yeah no and, and most of us wouldn't have jobs but that's just the way like that's the way you talk you know yeah. it's like they call people call it you know you know trash talk or they call it toilet talk or whatever you want to call it but that's like that's a normal conversation between crew members or a normal conversation between like one guy to another on a radio like, well you get people like karen's that come on and just kind of like, not oh, really. Yelp you. No, not really. No. And I wouldn't know because I don't have Yelp, so they can say whatever they want. I'm, well, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm sure people do it. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, uh, there, there, there's or times. Or they call the landing and go, hey, this captain's a real asshole. He's inappropriate. Or I they, can't stand him. Emails are the big thing now. They'll email your. Send, send an email. And it's it's very few and far between. And most, most of them are just brushed aside. Just because, oh, you know, we drove around all day, didn't catch anything. And? Yeah. Like, <laughs> any other. Any other things you want to talk about? Like, and then, and, and if they do happen to have a, you know, the captain was kind of rude or, you know, not, not on our boat, but just in general, now people don't have to ever say anything in person, you know? They, you could, have, they could, they could, uh, 
would you go out and like say if someone said, "Hey, this guy was an asshole," would you be like, "Sorry if you had that experience"? For sure. If somebody came yeah. up to the wheelhouse and said, "Hey, you know, your your crew member, you know, is being a dick to me," mm-hmm. I'd 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 have to like no no other reason other than the fact that I don't need bad press and the the boat doesn't need bad press. I pull the crew member aside and go, "Hey, dude, I don't care if you're right, care if you're wrong. Yeah, go out there and apologize." You don't even have to mean it. It's yeah, that's that's a you know hard I mean? thing. And you feel like that? I feel like that's nowadays. Uh, period with his social media. Everyone's got a voice. Everyone has a voice. Uh, talking to someone in person, like I've even with this podcast, I've had people where I've ran into them and they're fucking assholes. Oh yeah, yeah. And I went to Fred Hall and I said, "Dude, what the fuck is your problem?" And we yeah. squashed it, and it was cool. Yeah. And it it's, was it's, enough. It's easier nowhere. to settle a dispute face to face. You know, it's, yeah. it's one thing. People, I just don't. You don't have to be personal anymore. You know, if you had a problem, you went to a restaurant. And the food is horrible. I'm not the type of person that's going to send it back. I'm also not the type of person that's <laughs> that's going to complain because a waiter and waitresses craps hard enough. Like I've gotten the wrong meal before and just like, well, I guess I'll just eat this, you know, and it was fine. That some people will actually just complain, have it sent back, want it for free, and then leave a one star Yelp rating. It's like, dude, like, what's yeah. your what's your problem? And I feel like fishing, you can't take it the same way because it's like we don't know what the fuck's going to happen. The ocean, dude, it's fishing. Yeah, yeah, it's not catching. It's fishing. How many? Man. I mean, when you go fishing, freshwater, even saltwater. How many days have you been out there and had a horrible day? Oh, yeah. But not caught anything. <laughs> no, yeah. lately it's been bad. But do you me, get right? mad? No, it's no, because you're out there. You're usually not drunk. You're not working, <laughs> right? So I, I don't know. It's I think it's just changed a lot. You know, people. You know, I talked about it. I told you before we started this thing. I did another podcast with another guy. Yeah. Um, People expect a lot, you know. You're spending two hundred dollars to go fishing, or three hundred dollars to go fishing, and they bring home a fish, and you hear that. I hear people talking all the time, like, "Oh, this is like seventy five dollars a pound." Yeah. And they try to like justify it, like if if you want fish, go buy it. If you yeah. want a guarantee, right? Well, that's when I say, like, a lot of the times people go, "When I go out fishing, this is what I'm looking for." When I go out fishing, it's usually with a good buddy of mine, and we shoot the shit the yeah. whole time. I'm not catch shit. Oh, it's, it's but it's just like almost a therapy session, you know? Oh, like for sure. you're gonna talk shit about something that's bugging you, or but you know? I I get it. I get the like I said the money part of things. Like it, it's disappointing, but you don't think it's disappointing for me. Like yeah. when we go out there and just just eat it, like yeah. just eat uh, just all day long, and you're like, why would I purposely do this to myself? You know what I mean? So here's a question for you. Uh, I've heard people poo poo like Cameron McLeod and Jay about code groups. Do you have a code group? Oh, for sure. You do. Yeah, that, got- you need that. Absolutely. You got to have people. You think that's more of like a, a, a business move too? Like, are you just have boys that you grew up with and are you cut your teeth with that you have a group of them and you guys kind of take care of each other more? I mean, it's just the, the guys that you work with and, it's, okay. and you work because the relationships there, um, honesty, you know, you got guys that you're, you're working with that'll tell you the information as it's happening, not after the fact, you know, you, you never want to like, you never want to like be cool with somebody. Then all of a sudden, like they see you and then you didn't call them and then you call them later and get called a sandbagger or something like that. You know, do you, so that could end a friendship. And then, yeah, I mean, you can get right. guys, guys get kicked out of groups. You know, we don't have like a set code group, but we do, we, we have, you know, these digital, digital radios that only four or five guys. Oh, can, so you have like a set number on there that yeah, connects you guys. and everyone talks, you know, and you can hear the other people talking, and it beeps in. And you can see like what boat's calling, and then they we have dispatch too. But you know, you got you got groups, and then you have guys that like that are outside of our, you know, L.A. County, Orange County. You have groups. skiff guys do as well. That oh, you were sure, yeah. With, that you just kind yeah. of hey, I don't just talk trash on all skiffs. You know, you I do got, not like them. Some I don't like idiots. 
What's your skiff rule? Because, okay, so I talked Depends. to, to, to uh, Phil and Mitch. Yeah. I'm only talking about them. I just had them on last week. Oh, they know just as bad. 100, 100, he said 100 yards. 100 yards would be, like, respectable. For, for, for island fishing, there's a difference. Island fishing is a different story, right? You know, offshore fishing, you know, we, we like to give other, other guys. You never drive super close upswell of anybody that's drifting, you know, mm-hmm. try to keep I don't know. I do try to keep half mile distance that way. You're With not... you though, a bigger boat, it's a different story, right? Like, for sure. But so skiff, what? I mean, how close have they fucking came up on you? So <laughs> <laughs> I can't even think of a single occasion. They all kind of like blend together. But I, I, I was kind of thinking about how this interview was going to go um, last night. In one <laughs> instance this year. See, this is the thing. Is, <laughs> did people tell you that I'm trying to fucking troll you or trying to get you to? Ah, I'm get, not doing that. Where, can, do, can, where the hell are you guys? No, 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 no. no. I just, I got to set myself up. I have to have some kind of you know viable information to give in here and not look <laughs> yeah. like a complete dick. Uh, one one particular. <laughs> so this year that you heard about all that bluefin that was right behind Catalina. Yeah. That's great because mm-hmm. it's close. It's also not great because it's close. Yes. So that stuff ended up you know towards the afternoon was walking its way up to the west off that ridge that runs up, up up towards Santa Barbara Island. Well, we ended up getting on a big breezer fish, and it was it was getting ready to go. You know, fish start boiling around. We start hooking them. We're losing a lot of fish, mm-hmm. more than we should be. And I'm, I'm back there and probably, you know, saying things that I probably shouldn't be saying to, you know, paying customers. And then, like, one of my crew members, like, looks down from the bait tank looking at me like, dude. Oh, yeah. the, pe- the people are hearing you say yeah, shit. Yeah, like, well, like, how can they not? You know, I'm just yeah. back there. Like, hey, good job losing that fish, man. That's, you know, glad you paid $200 to do that, right? And then, <laughs> they fucking heard you say yeah, Of course. <laughs> and uh, I'd speak your mind, but it's just like, why would you spend all this money to just blow it, you know? But they just <laughs> don't know, though. Sometimes, you know, and it's just, there was a lot of... Like, if I went, I don't know how to fucking fish a bluefin. I'll tell you right now, I don't fucking have one It's just clue. like any other fishing. It's There's just certain things, you know, like, uh, you know, people using J-hooks when they're supposed to be using circle hooks, or people fishing... So do you feel like maybe they don't listen? They're I don't, not, I think, know, I like, think a lot of people, and I'm not going to say everyone, um, doesn't like to take advice, period, because, dude, we're, we're guys, we're macho, you know, like, oh, I've, I've done this before, I know what you're talking about, junior, you know, like, <laughs> you got some, like, you know, like Brian running the boat, he's 25 years old, and you got guys oh, that yeah. like, oh, I've been doing this since you were, you know, you, you weren't even a glimmer in your mom's eyes or whatever, and you're like. <laughs> I know what you really want to say, but you did a yeah, very, yeah. very good job. <laughs> you like that, though? It still works. But uh, in this particular day, and it's 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 going, we start, I, I start hearing a few thuds, because I go in the wheelhouse, because my deckhand told me, like, dude, you, you can't be around these people right now, like, you're, you're ruining it for us. How many fish do you think you guys lost? Like, you could have landed. And now. Realistically? Now, this is another thing. You're looking to bring these on the boat because the boat count, the counts of fish it, help. It helps me. It helps It helps the, the following trips. Yes, and we, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, do you get mad? Here's a real quick question. I'm a calico guy. I yeah. don't keep them. Knock yourself out. Would you keep them? Or would you get mad if I threw them? Like, say I caught like an eight pounder and threw it back? No. Would we, you count it as a fish, though, you we, caught? Yeah. Okay. If yeah, it's that, a if it's a legal fish and we throw it back, we we tab them. Okay, yeah, that's tab what them. I wanted yeah, to yeah. know. Yeah. And we we we're starting to see. I mean, we'll we'll go back to that one. So anyway, I start hearing a few thuds because I go up into the wheelhouse and I I I'm just sitting in my little bunk that's underneath the helm, and I'm sitting there and I hear like foot footsteps pitter patter. I was like whatever. So I just I lay down and I'm not sleeping, I'm just laying there and I hear thud, another thud, whatever. So about an hour goes by. And I'm still hearing it, and I get up, and I was like, what's up? And he's like, dude, we're like, we're, you know, we need two fish, and we're done. And when I went to bed and laid there, when I got out of there, there were zero boats when I got there. And I, there was a guy, I, realistically, 
27 feet off my bow was the closest. That's close. You could see, like, the, like, individual, like, facial hair. <laughs> it was like I got a beard, you know? Like, you can see a beard from 100 feet away. Like, you could see, like, oh, I mean, he needs to shave his cheekbones a little bit. That's how close he was. <laughs> we know you look like Wolverine, so we see you yeah. from a long distance, <laughs> Logan. That was bad. And that was one of, it was, it was realistically. So what do you do? What do you do? Like, do you go, bro, come on. Yeah, I mean, but you're mad at it. I feel like you're you've done this so much, you don't want to deal with it. Uh, it's if it's if it's screwing you up, which I'm. It it definitely the bite started to peter as more and more boats get out because the the fish start to spread around. You know, you got other boats that are dumping little dippers of bait and whatever you had gathered around you starts going over towards them, and then so on and so forth. It kind of spreads like a cancer, you know. And then you take what was completely right underneath your boat or within a hundred yards around your boat, and it's spread over a, an eighth of a mile area now. So. <sighs> God. It sucks, but I mean, I I get it. People want to come out and fish, but like, there's guys that 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 find their own stuff all the time that run private boats, you know. And do and, you do you think that's because of of uh, they know your boat, so they're just going to follow you, or is it because of AIS, or is it because of you know what is it? Just depends. Really? I, I, I there I mean, there's tons of factors that go go into them finding you. I mean, obviously the boat eight, numbers, boat numbers. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they if they saw that you turn in and you're still drifting and they have happen to have phone service. Like let's say we're fishing off the back of Clemente and uh, we turn in the fish count and say, Hey, we got 13, 14 fish on deck with 10 hanging. All of a sudden you go up around the West end, you got phone service and you can check your little AIS app and you go, Oh crap. You just turn in a fish count on nine, seven, six, and they're still hanging. You could go right and right towards me or right towards whoever, whoever it may be. Can you explain AIS? Cause I have a lot of freshwater guys that don't know what. Yeah. It's about. a, it's basically like a, uh, sends out a, a a beacon of your position your 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 speed your course and it's used for for navigation that's the reason the coast guard started requiring it on boats over 65 feet was a, a safety deal or so they said it, we kind of talked about it today on the boat like why if that's if that's the case then why why don't all boats have them you like know 16 whatever's on the whatever. ocean should have one yeah i mean they're it's, it's not cheap you know that there's but there's probably a way to make it happen but it would make an even playing field like where it's like, hey. Well, if it's all about safety, then why why not everyone follow the same safety? You know, why, why does the boat understand? Maybe because you hold people, more people. Well, I know, but what about a sport boat that's 64.9, not 65 feet? Oh, you, 65 and over. Yeah. So all the 65 and under don't have yeah, to Yeah, and it's 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 a great tool if you're if you're cruising around at night, you know, because you it's all uh, in the fog interfaced into your right. into your plotter. Yeah, you can see boats that have AIS, and it's 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 a handy tool if you're yeah. driving. You can I get that part of it, but it is it tells you where you're at all the time. When did you guys have to start having that on? Uh, I don't know when that started. Probably within the decade or something like that. Do you remember when it happened and did it really fuck up everything? Like, did it change the game or did people not get it? Never bothered me before, but the old boat was only, you know, it was only 58 feet long, so we didn't have it. Okay. So, but, but do you remember when people started going, what the fuck people are showing up? Uh, they never were there before. Did it, I think it it changed the people encroaching or encroaching on your, your numbers, you know, like where you're at. Um, I, I just think that, I think the whole thing started right around when fishing started getting good again, 2014. When yeah. Tuna fishing was good. More and more people started buying boats. More and more. Did you people. see the Parker rage happen then? Uh, there's, there was dudes that had Parkers before that, okay. and those guys were hot shit. Like, they were good. Yeah. There wasn't many of them, but if you ever saw a guy that had a Parker. At they that, knew what they were doing. Yeah. There was yeah. dudes we used to see at SBI all the time or Clemente and stuff, and a couple of the guys I know well, you know. And some of them I didn't know well, but yeah. you'd see him. And you're like, dude, that guy's like, he's sitting good. He's, he al- he's alpha doing, position. Yeah. He's got, you know, he's up current of the spot. And like, 
you know, hats off. Yeah. You know, hats off. And then you see guys now and it's just, it's not really like a, I think it maybe used to be like a badge of honor to have a nice boat like that. And now it's just, you know, you get them out of a Cracker Jack box. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have been a, a t- topic of this podcast for a minute because I've heard I've had Billy on a couple yeah. of times and let's, so you and Billy, this is the crazy thing. I know I've, him. You, yeah. You guys used to be friends. Yeah. Right. I thought like, I don't, I don't hate, hates, yeah. hates a strong word. I don't no, dis- I don't no. even dislike him as a person. That's just the, uh, some of the stuff that goes on, you know, the, the information selling stuff is, I, I've always thought, or at least when I was brought up, like in the very beginning, you hear it from the old guys, the guys that you, you know, mm-hmm. those are your mentors back in the day that you never, you never burn people's spots, you know, you know, why would you burn your own spot, you know? Um, so if he burnt his own, would it bug you? I don't give a shit, but I, it, it's, it's when you know he's burning something. I think it's just the okay. principle of, right. of just selling information. It's like we talked prior to the show also. Mm-hmm. You guys bass fish, freshwater. If there's a guy that was running charters, but then he was also selling where he was catching fish or where. Pe- he people, saw you catching fish or, or whoever. Yeah. yeah. That pissed a lot of people off. Yeah. So that, yeah. that for that analogy. But if people are willing to pay it, then I, I guess, I mean, power to you, I guess. Yeah, that's a hard one. I mean, it's. I just don't. I a, don't. It's not my deal. I don't respect it, you know. Does he catch fish? Sure, he's out there a lot, you know. And and it's, it's. And you guys used to talk. You guys yeah. were buddies. Like you, you saw him out there. He had a Parker came, then, right? Came fishing with us a few times. Wow. You know, we went to. He's got a couple buddies that own some restaurants. We went to lunch with them before and ice cream one night with my my wife and him. Yeah, I don't. I don't. And see, I think it, I don't well, hate the guy. Well, this dude. is when I talk to you. When I tell you, like, we see your persona on on. Um, Do even I th- Cameron came on. Okay, yeah. Cameron and goes look. I don't wish any ill will. Right. Like he's like, people are coming and fucking his shit up. That's a d- I'm not yeah, part yeah. of that. It's like I just think he's a joker. That's what you know. Cameron says. Oh, for sure. You know, and I feel like people think that you like have this vendetta against him. I think I, that- I got most of the time better things to do. I mean, like my deckhand made that uh, Jeff EM <laughs> poach website, and uh, <laughs> I think he was laying. He was uh, in a situation where he was. Uh, I think he had, had an argument with his parents. He was living at their house, and they kicked him out. I'm not going to name names. And he was in a hotel room. I think he was drinking drinking beers in his hotel room. And he sends me this text message. And we're at Clemente. He's like, hey, dude, you got to log on. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, he <laughs> sends me the link. And I clicked on it. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, what have we started, you yeah. know? And it was all these testimonials that were fake. Like, it was creative. He went on one of those, you know, website creators. And it was like a free trial or something like that. And then they wanted like a hundred and... I don't know what it was, $100 or $300 a month to talk shit, you know, and it's like, dude, I'm not going to pay money to yeah. go out of my way to be yeah. a, a piece, you know, but you, um, uh, it was just, inf- it was, it was, it was more of a parody, you know, you're fucking around. Yeah. You're fucking around. Yeah. That's it. That's funny. And I think, yeah. And I feel like maybe people, well, this, it comes back to the whole thing of people don't have as tough skin as I think, you know, like you're same age as me. Yeah. When you'd be in school, people would make fun of you or get hit in the face. It's like, okay, you come to school, you knew. Man, I just got punched in the face. I'm gonna have to deal with this tomorrow. Right. I got fucked up by someone. Yeah. Like, I'm done. You don't have that nowadays. It's like you know. No, different... I mean, you can, anyone can say whatever they want. Yeah. You know? And it's, it's fine. It's just I think people take things like literally. Yeah. Seriously, the whole time. You know, you can't talk shit, and then and then all of a sudden they're like, man, it's like, like Jeff guys, he sure is a dick. You know, and it's like, dude, that's real life. I got I got better things. Like I make sourdough bread. You know, you want to make fun of me? Do you really me? make sourdough bread? I do. I do. How long? How long do you have your uh, starter? How my starter is almost for? a year old. My mom and dad yeah. threw away a fucking fifty-year-old starter. Ugh. Yeah, 
So I, I got into yeah. that when we got shut down, and you know, I post something, and everyone's like, "Ooh, yeah, you're turning into a housewife." It's like, dude, <laughs> I don't give a shit what you say. Like, I, I'll wear a fucking skirt, and make sourdough bread. This stuff's bomb. You know, it's good. Yeah, my my friend's wife makes it. Yeah. We, I'll eat. We use the tri tip. Yeah, put it on the trigger. Sandwiches with the sourdough. Oh, it's man. It's yep. Good. No, so that's your hobby out of uh, Motown. Cook, Motown too, right? Motown music. Hip, Motown hip hop. I mean, I grew up in the. You know, graduated in '99, so all the all that stuff from the '90s rock and stuff was yeah. good. And then I, it just seems like it, I, it just hit the wall. Like, yeah, right around 2000 on everything. And you you're know? busy, like you're not listening to music when you're in the wheelhouse. You're, you're fishing. No, I used to, I used to bump. Did you? Yeah, we got one of those like sound bars in there. I brought it up <laughs> from the old boat. Yeah, no, like there's times where you should have been like paying attention and stuff. But like you're island fishing, like no one. At least me, I don't drive around with the sonar noise on. You're just going to be pinging the bottom with the sonar the whole time, so it's pretty annoying just yeah. listening to music. But um, I've cut back a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever had fights on the boat? Uh, occasionally. Really? It's it's pretty short-lived, you know? Yeah. You know, You've never had to go back in because of it? No, no. That's good. Medical stuff, you know, we've had to come back in. And no one die? Oh, we had a guy die on the boat. Really? Yeah. I had talked to, I think it's Alec Robbie. Yeah. He had one a person die, too. He had to put him... Yeah, no. Did you, have to, did you keep the trip going, or did you come back? No, in? we were coming back in. Oh. Kind of happened right in the morning, right at gray light. Grab one of these things. Heart attack. Um, heart attack. Had to have been, you know, just. Was I, he older? I, yeah, he's probably in his early sixties. And then still I, crazy, I man. was still sleeping. My second was up. We were on the anchor, and it was getting right about the time where you know it's gray light. We're just started hanging a few fish. This guy set the hook, and apparently just thudded to the ground. Oh, it was while he was fishing. Yeah, he hooked a fish, and like lights out. Fuck, and one of our one of our guys that came comes fishing with us, he's an RN, and they started compressions immediately. And uh, him and three deckhands had to do it. And I'm basically, you know, I run up there in a panic. I get on the radio instantly and start calling. We're at Clemente. We're on the west end. We're close. You know, like maybe uh, someone could be at Catalina. Or, you some, know, somebody yeah. at Clemente could have come and got him. You know, and Clemente doesn't offer. I think they probably just do first aid and stuff, but I think they just medevac people. And by the time we came around, you know, the west end of the island, that's the west end's a big area to go no, around. It's huge. Yeah. It's forty minutes, and they'd still given you know compressions, and it's just like we we called it. Called so what it. do you do then? We just left them on the deck, left them on the deck, and brought them. Yeah, it sucked, dude. It, like, like it was. It no, was, I mean, but you're lear- you, that's yeah, a crazy experience. We brought the, uh, the bunk pad that he was sleeping. We brought the bunk pad, and we lifted him onto the bunk pad, and then we covered him with a couple blankets. Oh, well, I wasn't going to bring a, a deceased man down in the bunker room and, like, no, no, make no. this house a horrors for the rest of the crew, you know, passengers down there. So I don't I don't really know the situation of, of how you could have made it, like, easier for everyone else, but I, I, I just figured, you know, leaving him there as he lied was probably the best. That's wild. Yeah. That was the wildest thing you ever had to experience on the boat or not? Yeah, I mean, we did the – everyone always kind of freaks out about having to do the uh, the uh, the medevac stuff. And it was bitching. <laughs> it was fucking cool, dude. Yeah, this dude, like, just repels down this this line. Why you know? did you have to do the – they came and got the body. Yeah. No, 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 oh, no. This is for a different, a different cake. Guy. Yeah, this guy, insulin dependent, um, which you would think, you know, you're insulin dependent. Why would you forget your insulin? Forgot it's insulin. We don't have the test kits on the boat. Yeah. And then people go, well, you should have tested his, you know, blood sugar. And I was like, dude, I'm not a nurse. I don't have the stuff on the boat. Or you should have given him a candy bar. Well, what if it wasn't? What if he wasn't? You give him a candy bar <laughs> and his insulin's high, right? then you're gonna, you know, knock yeah. him out that way. <laughs> so they came and got him, and this, you know, you get to make your your best made speed and keep your course. And this helicopter comes up behind you, you know, and you're you're kind of going into the breeze to keep the the helicopter right there. And this dude comes down, drops a basket, and it was like he was like bored. This dude like was like 
you know, perfect specimen of a guy who's, you know, 5'11", and, like, chiseled. Ripped. This little jumpsuit on and a helmet with these cool, like, microphones and stuff. And then yeah. uh, loads the guy in the basket, and he's just sitting there, like, looking up, waiting for the basket to come back up. And he's, like, uh, like, yawning. I was, like, what the hell? And then he, like, clips in, and he gives us a peace sign, and he's, like, 20 feet on, just disappears into this helicopter. I was, like, wow, that was awesome. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. Have yeah. you ever had people where they just stress calls and you have to go help? Um... We've we had a couple times we we had to pick a kayak guy that was just getting pounded. There was a big south swell, and this was years ago. I don't remember exactly complete details, but we saw these kayaker guys. You know where Seal Rocks is on the front of the island there at Catalina. Yeah. I mean, there was a big south swell, and he got pushed right up against the rocks in that little you know gnarly steep pebble beach there, and he kept trying to launch it and just getting smashed by these like six foot waves. So we finally got him to like swim along the side of his kayak, and I put the bow and like. I don't know, five feet of water. And threw him a line and kind of drug the drug him back, and then had lifeguards come pick him up off the boat. That's crazy too. Yeah, that that's that's shallow. It's shallow in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for you to go, well, he was getting hammered, dude. He's just like <laughs> trying. Like it was like a shore break, and he was like trying to paddle into yeah. it. Like every single time, we're like, oh god, like this yeah. guy's gonna die. <laughs> that that's. Oh. Have yeah. you ever had any other people where you've had to like kind of help them or help a boat out? We had to rescue a couple divers there. Oh, many. Really? Yeah, got stuck in the current, and we had to have them swim over to the boat because we were on the anchor. You pull them up? Yeah, pulled them up one by one. Told them, like, hey, you're going to have to hang out for a little while. <laughs> we're fishing. Yeah, we're fishing. I'll bring, <laughs> I'll bring you back to your boat in a little bit. But I don't know how long it would have taken the, the guys on the mothership to notice, you know? Yeah. And it wasn't a commercial uh, charter or anything like that. But, dude, these guys got, you know, right on the tip of the oh, island. Oh, so there was, they were far from the actual mothership, like not? Yeah, it was like a, a yacht, okay. you know? And you know where Pyramid Head is at, at Clemente? Uh-huh. And that ridge that runs off the edge of the, the island there, and the yeah. current just—I mean—it rages downhill. Yeah, you know, two to three knots, or four knots sometimes, and That's they just—they got stuck in that. And we we're fishing, hanging a few yelltail here and there, and I kind of saw them coming around the, the edge of the reef. I was like, man, if these guys get outside this reef, like they're fucking gone. Yeah, sure as shit. I see them like their big fins kicking as fast as they could, and they're like going backwards as they're kicking. Fuck. Scary, dude. So I called, told the guys, "Oh, dude, swim over here." Mm-hmm. And the current was so strong, we throw we throw them this line. He grabs the line and it planes him to the surface. You know, like grabbing it <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, in the movies where like they rescue, yeah, 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 when yeah. they rescue somebody in the river and they're like skipping yeah, on the water. That's how like, strong yeah. it was. Oh shit! So, are he, you a strong swimmer? No, no. Horrible. I'm fat now, so I, I float better. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I would think like if I was a captain, I'd. I could swim. I, I, I'm no. Have you fell in the water before? No, not off the boat. I no. jumped. I mean, jumped. Well, in. I mean, fell like with clothes on. It's a different story. Like when you fall in the water with clothes it's horrible. on. Horrible. It's and they say the hardest thing to do is to try to deadlift a, gr- a grown man out of the water. Yeah. And it's it's true, for sure. I heard someone had to ah, – I forgot who it was. My buddy Bobby Martinez, he he said they had to drag so – his friend had to drag the guy yeah. back the whole way. Holy couldn't shit. couldn't get him up. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just dead weight, <laughs> He's man. too big, so they just had to say, dude, we can't get you up. You got to hold well, on. Well, you got to think about it. It's one thing. It's a fish. You know, you just gaff it. And yeah. You just like – manhandle it over the side like you're not gonna gaff yeah i can't can gaff you dude. you can't just like bend somebody's arm the opposite direction and lift them over your gunnel you know right so. have you had people fall off the boat ever um we had a dude no not recently not mm-hmm. that i can remember not not in recent times we had a guy jump over a couple times but he was mental oh like crazy like yeah. said i'm fucking out yeah we had to like we had to bring him in and uh how did you get him in we jumped over the first time and i we didn't know he jumped we thought he slipped and uh-huh. then uh you know, a little time had passed. We'd made our way up the island. Like, we're, we're fishing rockfish. This is the middle, middle of spring, so the water's got to be in the high 50s or something like that. And my deckhand at the time saw him get a running start and jump, and he dove 
So he hit the water, and then he tried to push off the bottom of the boat, like, to drown himself. Oh, he's trying to kill himself on your boat. And my deckhand on that old boat, you know, the rails are, like, yay high when you're deck level. So they're pretty low rails. They're right at, like, the minimum that they're supposed to be for the Coast Guard. Yeah. He went underneath the top rail where the bulwarks are and was able to grab the guy's foot as he was kicking underneath the boat. Dude. And I was like, what the? (laughs) Like, this guy. Did you have to fight him back in? Kind of, he was kicking and like kicking and screaming, you know. He like drug him up upside down. Then we had to like grab his pants so he wouldn't drown him upside down. And then uh, we get him onto the deck, and he like lunges forward again. And my deckhand was a big Samoan dude at the just time. Like, oh, up. just flat back the guy onto the deck, and uh, we kind of had to, like kind of accost him a little bit and like put him down in the bunk room and like put him in Close a bunk door and just put him on a bunk that like went against the wall, you know. And like his bag was laying there like open. There was like. You know, all these, like, weird pills, like, oh, in these shit. in these bottles and, like, bottles of hooch and stuff. You think you, know? you were just ready to go? Like I guess, gone. dude. Like, he was on – he is messed up. Did you the call head. the Coast Guard on that one? Yeah, I did. And it was since it was, like – we had already kind of had it handled. We still had to fill, like, a little incident report out. But, like, we got in. The guy just split. Oh, I, really? i never seen him since. So That's still wild. I mean, hopefully like... got some help or something. <laughs> like, it, you have dudes diving off your dude, boat. Shit. Dude, it's hope – like – Try to think like when stuff like that happens, and it seems like comical at the time. But like, had he done that at night, like we never known he was there. You're done. You can't right. see everywhere I mean, all the time, you know. Even with a deckhand cruising around, walking even around in deck. A fog, right? I mean, yeah. You've been in some gnarly fog I'm all sure. the time. Yeah, yeah. It sucks. That's one's good to have like the AIS so to see where if there if the other boat has it. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I'm yeah. Like, like I mean, your radar. Like, you got, tankers, you have your like, radar too, you know. But yeah. it's it's for for bigger boats. It seems like. You, you can get right on top of a skiff sometimes, but until that's how long it takes until you see it. So if they're two or three miles away and it's a tiny, you know, a 15, 18 foot skiff, like yeah. they don't really throw out a big signature on the, on the radar. Just so like a little, you just kind of see it and you're like, man, that's, then you kind of have to like range your, your distance down on your, on your, on your radar to see it, to see it. Okay. And you're like, Oh shit. But then you have to be close at that point. So if you range down from three miles to 0.25 miles, you have to be within 0.25 miles oh, of the guy. It. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. gone. Then. Yeah. So yeah. the resolution's a little bit, it's a little bit higher at that, that shorter distance, but you're also a quarter mile from the guy. Yeah. And if you're going 10 and he's going 30, he's going to get know, there quick. Yeah. yeah. He could be on you really quick. <laughs> I'm not really worried about ourselves as much as like other you got you got to worry about other people. It's just like driving, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't like driving for you, right? No. Hate it. Hate it. Always. Yeah. You I drive, drive streets when you have to. Drive streets. Like a little bit more time, you get list, but you know, music. Okay. Motown. Motown. Hip hop. Whatever. <laughs> that surprises you a lot, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> I didn't think you'd be. I thought you'd be some like you know Slayer uh, metal dude, like kind of. I can do like a little bit of you know the '80s metal. Late seventies, yeah. eighties metal or something, like Motorhead or something, Iron Maiden, okay. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I'm that very shocked. Meeting the classics. You. I'm very shocked meeting because I thought you were going to be a real uh, looking asshole. Uh, this <laughs> stuff wants me like I hear that music and it, like I see how people are like man, man, those shows are intense. Like yeah, of course they are. The music's fucking yeah. horrible, dude. Like I'd be mad too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's crazy to see your persona though. Like as as uh, so I'm the same pretty much. Know? I guess I'm. I think people think I'm an asshole, but I, I, I don't know. I guess I am, sort of. <laughs> Aren't we all? Yeah. But I'm not, you know, not arrogant or Do anything Do you feel like, like you had to change your, your attitude a little when you when you became part owner of the boat? Like, No. No? Same thing? No. I, I mean, I got to watch my P's and Q's a little bit. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you know, like there's shit you probably wouldn't have done, like hanging off the back. Really, dickhead? You're missing that fish? You know, kind of thing. No, that happened this year. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I guess not. Forget yeah. it. Forget what I just no, said. No, I mean, I, I can't, of... like, I get caught up sometimes. There's been a few times where I, I, I have to apologize, or I'll even do it on the PA. Like, hey, sorry, guys, I get fired up. But, like, I want to catch fish for them, too. Yeah. You know? Are I don't... you out there helping people out, though? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I mean, you know out there fishing hooking and handing or yeah. you know some, there's sometimes where like it takes a, a, a fisherman to go back there just to kind of show people that it's doable you know you're ta- you know what I'm talking about you get yeah. on a spot of fish and there's fish boiling around and no one's hooking them and let's say for example the galley cook comes out and throws a bait and hooks one it's like that's how it's done guys just watch you Confid- know you're almost giving them a confidence bait but confidence, i think so like you're, you're giving them that 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 you know you give them a little bit of hope you know yeah did you know? you, and, and who did you now? Who did you cut your teeth with as a captain that you look up to? Uh John Fisher. Okay, he ran the Patriot for forever. And ha- did you fish under him? Um, yeah. Or did you just a buddy with? with no, him? no, no. I mean, he was he was the guy that ran the boat, and I worked deck with him for decade. Really? Yeah. Taught you most of what you know. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's some other guys that are you know through along the way, especially once I started running a boat. Tommy Lee that used to run the Freedom and on the Freedom, mm-hmm. Rick, Rick Dozberg on the Fury, but all the all the old timer guys, you know that uh, it was always seems like the guys that were uh, had been doing it the longest time that seen the most were always the guys that were the, best. the most helpful. Okay, you know, helpful. Yeah, but they could be there's some guys that are younger that are really good, but maybe just kind of had their own program. I think this is a lot of arrogance in the in the industry of I think fishing. So. Yeah. Um, and lack of respect, I think, from a lot of a lot of a lot of guys that. Do you are, feel like are, it's still like new. that now? Sometimes, really? Yeah. I mean, uh, there's guys that are arrogant because they're good, though. That more power too. Yeah, right? but you know, there, there's definitely guys that you know don't give a shit about being anyone's friend if it means they're catching something and screwing somebody else over. I'm not naming names. No, on no, any, no. I'm not asking. But that goes that anything. goes with anything. That's you know, you go in the business world. There's people that'll smile on your face and do burn, yeah. do whatever they can do to they burn the code. Get group, ahead, right? exactly. Burn the code. Group. Um, you ever fish San Diego? Uh, I've been down there a few times. In your boat, Thunderbird. We've never ran out of there. No, but no, like you've never like say the bite was crazy. Oh but, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, we there's been years where we spent a, a heavy portion of the year below the border. How long does it take you to get there? It's only 60 miles. Oh, really? 60 Not miles bad. or so of the border. Maybe 58, something like that. Yeah. So, because I, mean, I feel like San Diego, like I've, from what I've heard from guys, is its own like fishery, like its well, own little area. Like it is. It's got all those inner banks and stuff down there. Yeah. It's different, uh, a, a different area. Just there's Do more. The fishing's better down there. Not necessarily. No. It's been a lot of the lot of last couple of years, especially with this this bluefin stuff going on. That 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 stuff doesn't stick down there. It's always up here. So yeah, we're, we end up. You know, coming around the corner at Clemente and, you know, the entire long-range fleet's there, you know, and you're like, oh, <laughs> shit, like, we're with the big boys now. And it was kind of shocking a few years ago seeing it, and then now it's just talked to a few of the guys. Well, you know, some of the guys don't don't give you the time of day, or at least me. Um, <laughs> but they don't have to, you know. Maybe because they see you don't, I mean. There's no reason to talk to yeah. me, and I, there's no reason for me to talk to them. I don't need to know what's going on at Alejos Rocks, you know. Right, seven hundred miles from my harbor. Like, yeah. oh, how's it Wahoo fishing down there? Thanks, man. Or you could just be talking to dude just to be. Some nice. of the guys, like I said, some of the guys we do talk. You know, I got crew members that used to work at our landing that work on a couple boats down there, and you know, there's there's definitely a. Everyone's got a little bit of a, of a rapport with one another. Yes, but there's just certain boats you just drive by, look at them like this, and just. <laughs> turn even if they did call you just turn the volume down like, <laughs> fuck that guy <laughs> do you uh, how many captains have you made uh um, like you know guys that train under you that you know that in, that ended up getting their licenses yes yeah. we got uh a f- one two three four 
We got Brian, and he's still there. My buddy Mitch, and he runs a yacht. Mm-hmm. He's, he's on Instagram. He runs a yacht now. He got his license, but he had he had time from other boats, and then he used. I'm sure he used the time from our boat too. Yeah. Uh, or deckhand Cole. He got license. He's running a yacht now. So it seems to sport boats are you know a stepping stone for some guys. You it's, don't feel like that's the end game for a lot of guys. They want to go do yachts and. I don't know. It it just depends on the guy that you work for. You yeah. know, what if the guy sells his boat? You're out of. You don't have a boat anymore. So the goal when you're a captain is to get a boat. Yeah, I think so. You want to get a boat. Yeah, yeah. get a boat and. What's next? What, death. This is what you want to do the rest of your life. Yeah, I, I mean, it. no, I'm not, I'm not going to be running a boat when I'm seventy. I hope. Oh, I mean, you're only forty, dude. I that's know. Young, you. That's twenty more years of doing the same thing you're that's fucking doing right well, now. Well, forty plus twenty, sixty. I call it. If I do twenty more years of this, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever thought like, "Fuck this, I'm done"? Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Why? It's just, I don't know. It's not fun sometimes, you know. You think it's not even like a job. It's just sometimes you're just you're sitting there and you're going, "This is like this isn't even worth it." How many times have you been overfishing? Because you know Recently? a lot of a lot of guys say, "I love fishing." This is, dude, I'm not kidding. I've been over it because I talk. I this is my. I don't really fish that much. Fourth, well, that's the truth, I guess. Yeah, too, yeah. I mean, I fish on the boat. I get to fish whenever I want. But like, people go, "Hey, you want to come fishing this weekend?" It's like. Why would I work 10 days in a row or eight days or seven days or whatever it might be and then get off the boat that night and then wake up at three in the morning to go to San Clemente Island to catch a fucking bass <laughs> or like, You don't like bass? I love bass. Bass What's, fishing's uh, great. You just went down south, right? Gonzaga. How yeah. was that? It's awesome. Yeah. You like doing that. I do, but it's, I think everyone, I, I you know, I post these pictures. We get back from our trip, me and my buddy Carmelo and. He's a funny guy. Yeah, dude. he's cool. Yeah. He's a homie. He's, um, your, he's one of your good buddies, huh? Yeah, close yeah. friend. But we, everyone just sees the pictures, and they just assume like we go down there for this two-week fishing excursion. It's like, come on, man. What are you doing the whole time? Drinking. <laughs> <laughs> the funner thing. Yeah. No, I mean, just, just honestly, like I, I think some people might think it's kind of boring. We sit there. You detox. Yeah. You, de- you decompress. You go down. We don't have phone service. I don't have to worry about looking at my stupid phone and getting in trouble for my wife or being on Instagram or Facebook all night long instead <laughs> of listening. That's the key one, getting in trouble for Ugh. my wife. But so no, you're gone for two. Do you have kids? Not that I know of. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of a. I told my wife because we're going on our 10 year anniversary. If I do happen to have a child out there, it's at least 10 years old. <laughs> Just to keep it real, you know. <laughs> Are you planning on having kids? No, no, no. Why not? We got we got dogs and stuff. We you don't got... like kids? I mean, you don't, don't like you don't feel like taking the responsibility right now. No, it, it would change both of our lives. I mean, we we both have to work. You know, Southern California, you can't just. Oh be a stay-at-home mom or dad anymore yeah. unless unless somebody's load you know like <laughs> packing in that that fat salary which i'm not you yeah. know we're doing okay for ourselves but yeah it would it would definitely change our freedoms you know we got buddies that live in the same neighborhood as us like almost walking or it is walking distance you know it's just nice to like impromptu just go have some drinks one night and not have to worry about a babysitter it's just like you're having the kind of freedom we have freedom yeah i'm the complete opposite of you. yeah but mine was the i call my son the career ender oh yeah yeah I, st- I quit the band, bro. <laughs> you know, I mean, so it's, it's, it's uh, I don't know. It's cool to hear when people are like, man, I'd, I'd love that. But I mean, I, you I, don't know until you don't have it. But I feel bad for my, I think for my parents more. We kind of talk about it occasionally. Like my mom would be so stoked to have a, a grandkid, you know. Do you have so, brothers, sisters? I have a brother. Okay. Yeah. Does he's, he fish he, too? No, I mean, he, he's not opposed to it, but okay. he's not, he's not into it. He, he lives up in Seattle. So oh, okay, he's got so access to stuff up there, but yeah. I think he's like trying to get into it a little bit more again, you know, but it's, you know, it's, you get to a certain age, you know, and he's a 
40 hours a week, 50 hours a week guy. Doing his deal. And then you get the weekends off with your, you know, wife or your friends. And last, when your friends aren't into fishing, it just seems <laughs> a bit strange that you just disappear will for the you, weekend. Will to go you fishing. go and hang out with uh, your friends that don't fish? Sure. Yeah. Just because to get a break, like to get a different. Uh, I don't have. I, it just seems most of my m- most of the friends that I have yeah. are people that. Are, you got more beers. Don't worry. Are into fishing. Well, I got to drive something. Okay. So well, you've only had one. I know. Two. Don't worry. You're fine. I know, and I'm fat too, so I can drink a few. <laughs> um, most of my friends, whether or not they, you know, some of them did work on boats. Some of them still work on boats, and some of them don't work on boats anymore. Yeah. Or they just fish, you know. But yeah, we have a common. But we don't, I don't like, get off the boat and then like come home and like they don't ask me, hey, let's talk about fishing for like three hours. You know, like, it's just normal, fuck normal no. talk. Like we're talking about, you know, our smokers or, you know, like what we're going to barbecue that week. Or So that's another thing you're going to do is barbecue. Smoking, yeah. Yeah. A yeah. lot. A um, lot. And what kind do you have? I have Rectech. Because you don't want a Traeger? No, I, I, I actually f- had. So we were given a Traeger, a smaller one from my uh, sister-in-law. Okay. And uh, gave that thing a little spin. And it's, it was too small for like the amount of stuff that I cook. Okay. So we have a lot of our holidays, our Thanksgiving, Christmas, and all that stuff, Easter, mm-hmm. and just in general. If we have people over, like I like to think we know have a good like have a good time. Like we have a lot of people over 20, yeah. 30, 40 people sometimes, fifty. Mm-hmm. It was not. I, I think I cooked for Christmas, and I had to do like, dude, it was like six racks or seven racks of ribs, a How couple big turkeys, was it? dude. It was one of those little shit bag ones, like. We're using a ranger. That's a little. Yeah. Well, they they gave it to me. It's free. So then, if you bought a bigger one, I have like I have the six fifty. Well, that's that's where I'm going with this. Okay. So I was like, fuck, this thing's small. So I start looking at Traegers, you know, and that's I don't, the the price thing doesn't bother me. I'm not, not going to spend ten thousand dollars on a smoker. That's mm-hmm. that's a little much for me. I don't, I don't you can buy a shitty car for ten thousand dollars. <laughs> Actually, a pretty nice car. Um, you can get a trailer for ten thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, I started looking around. Traeger, I got a couple of buddies with Traegers, and you obviously have a Traeger sitting over there, guys. You know, Traeger this, Traeger that, and uh, I started kind of doing a little, you know, product research. You know, not like I was doing a fucking paper or anything like that, but like <laughs> Googled, you know, best best smokers, and started clicking on this, that, and the other, and that Rectech just kind of kept popping up, like in the top one or two or three. And I'm not sponsored by them or anything. I bought the thing, and uh, it's made in America. Makes you kind of feel. A little warm and fuzzy. Are you big about that? Ish. Rods? Are you using seeker rods? I, I have some seeker stuff. I don't I'm I got do I have rods from you know, nineteen fifty to recent stuff, but you know, I don't not Seeker's got some nice stuff. Calstar's got some killer stuff, but you know, another American company. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. will you go out of your way to buy American made rods? Oh, for sure. I've seen I've seen I think one or two seekers break and they were the old uh the American series. You know the old uh, like honey honey looking glass okay. that used to be our uh, overnight rent rods, but way back in the day, like when I this first started. This is a cool thing. You get to see the gear hold up because you see all these dudes come in with different shit. Yeah. Like, uh, are you a fan of the Tranks Five Hundred? I I have one. I have one. So I like a lot of. We had a round table with all surface iron guys. I had a. I find it. I have no application for it. I have two of them. You and I brought it. it down to Gonzaga, and it's like, dude, it feels like a. It's huge. Yes. It's big. So I'm trying to throw it, and it's so awkward and stupid. And it looks really? like a it looks like a robot or something, like a gay R two D two or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> a gay R two D two. Oh, that's going to be one of these drops like this. Hey guys, here's a quick little piece from Phoenix Rods. Um, we just finished our fishing charter with Butch and Matt Pano on the uh, Navagante. Great time, and I got to see Matt and Caesar from Phoenix doing the whole slow pitch thing. I've never seen anyone do that in person. Kind of cool. 
And here's a couple rods they recommended. The TJX L710L. Uh, that's for long fall. He's suggesting a, a Tranks probably like 400 with like 30 to 40 pound braid and a top shot on top of it. And they're using those uh, long fall tatties. So check that out. The next one he recommended was the TJX6HMH for heavier stuff. He's saying 300 to 500 range and on that they were using a saltiga 20 to 30 same thing on the braid 30 to 40 uh check out those two rods if you guys want to check and i'm sure you can find some videos online as well so thanks again phoenix for support and go check them out at your local tackle shop thanks guys Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Yeah, pretty much. I'm going to have one of those drops yeah. at a gay R2-D2. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's really awkward, but I've, seen, I've, I've used them. I've seen guys use them on the boat for the surface iron. I just I don't know if it's like – I'm not necessarily against a baitcaster for a surface iron reel. I just always just had an open face. You know, a, you're just used to it. Yeah, trend, old school. Trinidad, a new old, or you know, an old jig master where that's all kitted out or something. Does like it that. fuck the swim up? Do you? Do you? I mean, you do a lot of this. Do you think that the baitcaster does? I just find myself always putting my hand in front of the reel when Even I'm holding it. Even if you it. have a level one, doesn't and it's matter. Still, okay. then at the end of the day, it's like, why am I? Why am I guiding yeah. it? But then you look all stupid when you're trying to like, you know, you have the trigger grip and the. I hate when people have their their hand below the trigger. That's, that's a no. Ooh. That's like a, if you don't know. Yeah. Like everyone holds their big, I hold the reel in my hand. Always. I hold it like this, cradle yes, it, or yes, my hand above yes, it. But exactly. I see people like this and it's like, you see, sometimes you see But like are they the, noobs though? I mean, is it someone that- No, like, I've seen that, like the professional bass fishermen on TV, some of those guys do it. And it's like, <laughs> gosh, dang, man. What like, are you watching? No, like the FLW tour okay. way back in the day. Remember yeah. that stuff? Or Bassmasters? They still like, have it on. I know, I don't watch it anymore. But when I was a kid, I was like, look at them, I was like- like walk, looking at my dad, I was like, "Are you supposed to hold a reel like that?" Like he's like, "No, you put your hand above it." I was like, oh, "Okay." Everyone good. does. Yeah, there's a couple guys I think that still do that. It but just I looks mean, weird, you know. I don't feel like you can fight the fish correctly. There's no leverage. Yeah, you, you got Yeah, you don't hold like the butt of the rod and then have the reel up here. <laughs> you put your hand above it. Yeah, you, know? you got to have like a leverage. Point. Are you putting it under your you know yeah, armpit? And... Exactly. So, but yeah. you don't use it tranquilly. You try to use it in Gazaga, right? Like when you went down there. Were you, were you using it then or no? Yeah, I had, I brought it down there this year. And the only, I use that Tranks 400. You like that? Yeah, I do a lot. You use that for like jerk baits or something? We fish those like the, what do you call them, stick baits or whatever, the SP minnows. Yeah. yeah. Gary Reyes, I think you've had him on Some here plastics. before. He gave me a bunch of. He's a real piece of shit. <laughs> he lives up the street. He gave me a, dude, this care package of like all these swim baits to bring down there and with the swim baits down there just don't hold up not not because he made them but because no, of they bite them the, off, the right? trigger fish just yeah. fucking like they eat them like candy yeah uh but my buddy mellow caught a nice one on gary's bait and but he also gave me this promo box of all these sp minnows like i had to open up the box i was like dude this guy rob a Iowa truck or something <laughs> it was like a lot 
It must be nice, pro staff. Yeah, it's like three. There was it ended up being like three trays full. You know, there were sinking yeah. and the floating, and then you got to you got out of the package those things. We we've learned you, you can't. They're fine if you're catching all the same grade calicos or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, even with the calicos, because like I don't use pliers most of the time. Like twist it so you're po- constantly popping the hook sideways. You end up snapping the hooks off. Mm-hmm. If you hook a big fish, since you're you're fishing that that heavier braid with a you know an abrasion leader, some kind of shock leader, yeah. not not even fluorocarbon. You don't need it, but like a sixty or eighty pound yeah. shock leader. Um, dude, if you set the hook with button drag or get bit with button drag, like we brought it with the the split rings were gone, dude. So and did you, you know, change out everything when yeah. you, before you went down? Yeah. We what changed, did you change the hooks out to, like 2X? Or 3X? We went to those like 3X, the owner replacement ones. Okay. And it seems like they're kind of like – it seems like the points almost come in. Yeah. And then we yeah. have the, the, the a few of them with those single – the single hooks. Oh, through the like help so you don't – Yeah, well, the, the, the hook faces down like yeah. a J. And yeah. that's like the rings, you know. I, I, I don't really know if we'd notice a difference as far as the way they swam. I do notice all of those things when we're down there. The heavier the leader you fish, the shittier they swim. Yeah, yeah, right. What were you fishing down there? That that X wrap, really bait. And what size uh, line were you using? I think thirty or forty. Sixty-five. Ooh, you're going heavy with the leader. Sixty-five Spectre to a sixty or eighty liter. Oh shit, that's yeah. fucking heavy. It still breaks sometimes. These things are crazy. They fight crazy. Well, it's it's not. I don't think like. I mean, that it doesn't seem like they fight very long. It's just the like the area that you're catching them. So These are all group the groupers you're catching. Yeah, those leopard grouper, yeah. cabrilla, they you call them. them. Yeah. They good? Killer. Really? Yeah. Killer. That looks so fun to go down there. Did it's you fun. you ever run the uh, trip down there or anything like that? No. 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 And we got I mean, we go down there and there's a uh, that one little hotel and we just kind of arrange the ponga through the hotel. The guys come and pick us up at our camp. So there's a whole t- hotel you guys go to all the No, the we night. camp, but there's a like a small and, and a, by hotel that might be a stretch. <laughs> it's like a it's been there since like the sixties, all Alfonsinas. It's actually really not is it sketchy going down there? Or no. Not? No, it's sketchier to be do in you, an, do you speak Spanish? Not only I'm the American, though. Yeah, he's my little pet Mexican I bring down there. <laughs> People think I'm their pet Mexican, then yeah. they find out I'm a coconut and I can't speak Spanish. <laughs> so I really He does. It, it actually it's helpful, you know. But then he just talks shit on me in Spanish all day long to the guy right? the guys on the ponga and stuff. <laughs> and I pick up the like the choice words, you know. And you're it's smiling, like, going, Look at this you. stupid <laughs> Yeah. And you're like, Hey So it's helpful, but it yeah, it's it it as far as You don't feel like it's not it's not sketchy. I if you want to find trouble, I'm not not yeah, where but you're we're just at. stuck there the whole time. Pretty yeah, much just there's no one be, down there. Yeah. It's like probably a you know in a ten mile stretch of. You coast. drove there or flew? We, we drive. Okay. Yeah. Damn. I you drive through go, Mexicali dude. and in San Felipe is chill as hell. Yeah. It's, I mean, you can leave stuff in the back of your truck for three four days there, and no one steals it. Was Try, Rona bad at all or not really? Just they, wear your mask. That was um. It. In in F- San Felipe, it seemed like everyone was wearing their mask in public, and then you go to the restaurants, you take them off. You yeah. Know? And then. Uh, down there like no a couple guys like you'd see people going into the little general store that had them on and after a while i was like fuck i ain't wearing them i'm not sick yeah there's like what are you but you guys on the boat have that's a mandatory right it's yeah no that's we can go into that uh new executive order just passed too so now it's not a state thing it's also federal you gotta do it you have to okay were you not enforcing it as much or were you now you got to yell at dudes. It wasn't even like that. It was it was more you know you you make you say your piece, um, tell the people. Most people left them on. Some people start taking them off. You know, but the crew all wore them, and uh, it, it's it's just kind of a, it's a tough situation. Hold on, I'm you sorry. Know. Yes, Andy. 
I know. I got him a job. <laughs> My son got a job. Nice. 16. Congrats. <laughs> so it's not that we didn't, like, enforce his policy, but it's yeah. how do you enforce something when somebody doesn't do it? Now we have to. So you're going to have to go around the boat and be like, hey, put the mask on. Pull yeah, it up, pull now it up. We, we have to be the Gestapo and go around. And, no way. That's yeah. going to suck. And then if it's a federal deal, so, if, you know, somebody sees a crew member and, you know, wants to call the Coast Guard or call this little narc hotline that they got on the back they of this. have a narc hotline yeah where, oh, it's like a uh, mask dot mill uscg dot mill and it's like come on dude like i obviously it has to do with the new administration and i'm not gonna get bring politics Did you vote into, trump or biden i ain't gonna say i should i voted for <laughs> Con- i think you i vote, voted for kanye i think you voted biden i did not vote for biden <laughs> just fucking, no. i can tell um um <laughs> but that's just for the nature of my job you know like anti-environmentalist groups and you know, or environmentalist groups that want to shut us down like i can't i can't vote for a party that you supports think people that. might you think people might come on like environmentalist groups like we'll come on just to fuck you to you know what i'm saying no to come on just to like go this guy's not wearing a mask Let no i think it's gonna be losers that that do it karen's like you said earlier are dudes that don't like you dudes that don't like me I, uh. if they don't like me then they probably can't be on they're not gonna be on the boat right <laughs> how do you know i don't know yeah exactly they might burn you like the code groups do yeah um what did uh? You guys just wear buffs though, right? You could just wear buffs or those stupid little disposable ones. But the, I mean, I feel like I'd rather just wear buff because it's just easy just to go. But problem is that it makes the it makes the back of your neck True. all hot, you know. And you're just if you have a beard or anything, you're yeah, like, breathing <sighs> your own beard beard air all day long, and the, the mask smelling like fucking a douche flute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I get it. You know, if it's I just don't. It seems like it's kind of an over an overstep the. But you get to bring back your work. You know what I'm saying? So you get to bring back where you can work. Yeah. Maybe you could bring more people on soon. You know, that's a killer if we, for me. You know, like I would think I'd want more people to come on the boat because it's more money. It is, but at the same time, it's more comfortable with less. So if the boat can make the same amount of money or close to the same amount of money and carry less people, why wouldn't we do that? So do you charge more? It's more now, but, you know, we're, we had to drop our load by 10 so yes. we're kind of like every other bunk and try to try to try our best to like stagger people. You like it the way it is now. I do. Okay. I, it's definitely you, you notice a little bit of less this or less that. Um, it's more. I think people that are really into it and less to the people that are just are dipping their toes into it. Maybe. Um, you'd be surprised, man. It was a weird year last year. It was, was it? a lot of trogs, you know. Oh, I guess you're right because. A lot of trogs. Because you have people that aren't doing anything. They're like, let's try fishing. Well, there's a lot of people that we've never, never, I mean, we have a lot of people that come that are first timers, and that's great. Awesome. Rent rods, I don't care. Have I talked crap about them before and gotten in trouble? <laughs> For sure. On 976 many- or whatever. You can't, you can't belittle your own passengers. It's like, well, wait, they'll they'll complain on nine seven six. Oh, I complain on nine seven six about this, that, wait, and the you'll other. You'll do the report. And- yeah, the recordings. <laughs> but the last couple of years, I've been a good boy because I got I kind of got my hand slapped a few years Uh-oh. ago. Yeah, for was it for one reason? Ah, uh, several. Okay, several several builder. recordings. So I, I let it fly a little bit, but I, it's the same thing. I, I got to run a business a little bit too. You know, that's what you. I'm saying you got to learn a little bit. Like, yeah, for sure. And when you're when you're you're like telling the people, hey, if you're gonna come on the boat, we're know how to fucking fish, you know. But that's not always the case. So we're there to help, you know. We're there to help them as much as we possibly can. But at the same time, when there's twenty seven people is a lot easier to kind of give personal uh, give people a little one on one, you know. But I feel like tutorial. if I'm going on a day and a half or an overnighter, I should know already. I feel like right because I feel like if I don't know, I'm going on a half day. You'd, you'd think. Would you want, like, if you could tell new customers, maybe go on a couple of half days, you know, uh, and then step up because then you can learn, okay, what do I use? 
know the terminology, yeah. like hooks, you know, like line, you know. A lot of times the people that never been fishing before are the people that always catch on the quickest because they, really? they, they want to learn. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, chicks when they come fishing, you know, and they they got rental rods and they're they're with their husband or their boyfriend. They're, they, they're they all fish them. Women listen. Yeah. Guys are arrogant, <laughs> you know, and she's sitting there having the time of her life while her loser husband's over there like <laughs> you know like on you know retying the rig that we just tied and it's all wrong you know and you're like well whatever at least somebody's going home with a you know fish in this family yeah girls fishing a- in bikinis and no like, no did- <laughs> alan watson said he one girl caught a nipple and in, in the fucking reel oh god <laughs> i've seen people with their i think i've i remember seeing somebody's hair get stuck in a reel before oh, i could imagine yeah. even a guy with long hair yeah like, you know that, I said the, the stupid. We always like all the guys that work on boats for the most part. Like always pull the uh, the stupid String, yeah, string yeah. out of your out of your sweatshirt because yeah, you always get stuck be. in your reel. It right. sucks. <laughs> you're sitting there and you like a fish fall on your jig or something like that. And you're like, oh shit! And you gotta Fuck. put it in free spool and pull your stupid string out. Oh, that's got to be shitty. Dude. Yeah, it sucks. So I mean, that's a. I mean, knowing a little bit or telling people a little bit like, hey, maybe if you know, but I guess anyone could come on the boat. Anyone what do you can. suggest? Like, what to just come fishing or maybe like. I'd say just come fishing with a good attitude and willing to willing to listen to a willing crew to member. Learn. Yeah, I mean they, they they give a pretty detailed seminar as much as they possibly can and just watch other people. You know, if you're if you're sitting there and, and your particular technique's not working because uh-huh. you didn't want to listen to somebody or maybe maybe it changed throughout the day, like we're not rock fishing now or we're not yellowtail fishing and we're going bottom fishing. If you see a bunch of people like tying a sinker on and putting some hooks on, like yeah. be a little proactive. My guys can't be there. And, and guys on boats in general can't be everywhere at once. You guys aren't selling. You guys don't sell like anything on the belt. Like oh, we got or... we got weights and stuff. Weights if, and if, hooks, if, just in case. If they absolutely need them, you know. But we don't. We don't try to make a business out of it. It's kind of. But you got to come ready. If like a, oh, if, for sure. And you probably get a lot of dudes that just aren't ready. And you got guys that. <laughs> I can imagine you seeing someone with the incorrect rod and reel going. Oh, you got to be fucking. You'd be surprised. <laughs> we we've landed some monsters, dude. On like. The worst of Bass the gear. We've, we've thrown uh, rent rods back up over the side and landed 100-pound tuna. No way. It's like tied spinning rods together, like bridled them all together. That's like, what I was going to say. Yeah. I've heard of people doing that. Like they got to let it go a little And We didn't have the float like they have on the long-range boats. So they clip them into the top of the reel with the with the buoys and all that stuff. No, we just tied it to the reel seat and hucked it, hucked it over the <laughs> it side. Worked, right? It worked, dude. We, we have not lost a rent rod yet doing it. I don't know the, uh, the condition of the gears of those things afterwards, but they probably weren't good prior to going in the water, so screw it. <laughs> when did you uh, buy, become part owner of the Thunderbird? Um, right right when they, they got the new boat. So, okay. Yeah. How long has that been? Two, I mean, we started running 20, 2019, so we're okay. going into our third season. So you're pretty new to being Yeah, and it's, it's, it's my wife and I, and it's just a small, small little chunk for now, but eventually. But to start. Yeah. I mean, start. The goal is to own the boat. Or, now you got to be Thunderbird Jeff, though. That's the thing. Well, I run the Thunderbird. My name's Jeff, so it just made sense. Yeah, now you got you got that. I wouldn't call myself Freelance Jeff if I ran the Thunderbird, right? <laughs> I don't think I like that name as much either. Right. Freelance. It's kind of. Yeah. Well, my buddy runs that thing, so. I know, but, but I it's mean. Rusty Freelance. Well, I'll start by saying. Uh, that you're recording. My recorder fucked up. This is the second time. And we forgot what we were talking about. Uh, let me think. Goofy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So important, important part of the book. Yeah, right. For sure. He's a big person. Oh, and then Mitch, the Dick Duster. Um, yeah. What else were we talking about? Goofy's man, or his, his huge man crush on Mitch and Mitch's wife. Goofy. Yeah. He loves Mitch. How long have you known Mitch for? He would take either up, either one of them. <laughs> he's into either one. Yeah. All right. How long have you known Mitch for? Uh, Cause he's 
been a while. He's the same age, kind of, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he was, he's been doing he was, it for a long time as well. He started probably around the same time I did, I think. I was a crew member on that Southern Cal, I think, back in the day. Were you always out of Newport? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so then you have Newport, a Bird 55, which is Long Beach. Long Sport Beach or Wilmington, then, uh, Wilmington area. 22nd Street. Pier Point. Uh, Pier Point and then San Pedro. Or LA Harbor. Okay. Is and it then, LA Harbor? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know many about them. I either. try not to go up there. You don't? Uh-uh. Why not? I don't like it. You don't like LA? No. Who why? does? Well, because you're Orange County. Look at the color. I'm Orange County. That's why. White guy, of course. It's why would I like, if I'm white, why would I like <laughs> LA? <laughs> you, no, just, I mean, you just you answered your own question right there. Yeah, well, I why guess wouldn't you're I right. like it? <laughs> like Santa Monica, maybe. <laughs> um do you fish up that way if you need to? I have been up there. Oh, like fishing. Like for what I mean, out for of recreation? Your, out, no, for, out of the boat. Like, oh, I mean, we get we get up to the same areas as those guys do. I yeah, mean, but but it, the thing is, is a lot of your stuff, the three quarter day stuff. Are you fishing locally? You're in shore, right? Three quarter is going to be. I mean, in the summer, Catalina or the. You oh, know. you'll still run Catalina. Oh, three-quarter. sure. Yeah, okay. yeah. You no don't. One, no one wants to be stuck on the beach in these this day and age. No, fishing you think it's that bad now? It's pretty shitty. The beach. Yeah. You weren't catching yellowtail. I mean, you do. I've yeah. It's been a it's been a few years since it was consistent, really good yellowtail fishing. But that was, I mean, that was. That do was you an remember El Nino when um, MLPA was open with Laguna? Were you fishing Laguna? Yeah. How good was that? It's all right. It had its moments. Not that great though. At times it was. I really. Yeah. This is when I mean when I started fishing was like 2010. When there's some of those those big reefs, you know, from Main Beach to you know just before you get to Aliso, they were, I mean. They were out of this world back in the day. Really? Yeah, big calicos and yeah. sea, sea bass in the late summer and the fall. I catch them on the mackerel and stuff. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean that was that was that was kind of an important part of uh, important part of that half day run out of Newport was down the beach. That kind of screwed the half day run for Newport when they closed MLPA. Do you? Look I don't into necessarily that? means that because you were fishing spots. You know, you're fishing okay. calicos on spots. You're catching yeah. sand bass on spots. So it wasn't what you know the migratory sand bass, which I'm not quite sure that. Where, where did they migrate from? Everyone says Mexico. But what do you think any... about that? Like, they're gone now, right? I mean, it used to be the Huntington Flats used to go off, right? I think there's a lot of factors that went into it. Overfishing didn't help. I heard the squid fucked them up. The humble squid when they I don't came. know, dude. There's humble squid from here to Chile. You still catch them? Uh, it's, been a, it's been a couple years. They used to run boats just to catch them, though, right? Oh, yeah. That's wild. Yeah. I mean, there's. I remember years ago that, that, that the crew on the Nautilus, man, those guys were... Just cleaning house for months. It was, At night? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were, like, driving Lamborghinis and having <laughs> helicopters. Travel. They were killing it. Just on what? They would sell just, the squid? Yeah, just the, the you know, filleting them and all that stuff. But, you know, it was, it was weird, like, in Newport there, because you, you can't, you couldn't, it was almost a guarantee that you had to get them clean because you couldn't just, like, sack drag, you know, 30 squid up to the boardwalk and this ink stain in front of your landing. Like, yeah. it's kind of a red flag. Like, the city told us, like, they have to be clean. They got to be in trash bags. So I was like, oh, that's a win-win. Like, we're going to flay all these. killing it, Yeah, right? crushing all these squid every single night. Were you doing it, too? Uh, a little bit. You know, we were, the Nautilus was like that. That was the, the, the twilight boat back in the day. It was, you mm-hmm. know, morning, morning, afternoon, twilight. And then okay. the, the freelance did the same thing. It was three-quarter and twilight. And the boats ran seven days a week. But that was, you know, sand bass. I mean, there was nights where the you know some of those boats would catch seven to nine hundred sand bass, and they'd be yeah. done in a couple hours. That's but wild. you'd see them in the deck lights, and you drop your. The, remember the blams? No, I'm I'm only ten years deep. Okay, this, yeah. There was the, the the hot lure like when was when it I was, a little like it, it, well, they had the, tail, the they man. had the root beer scampies when okay. I was a kid, and then they went to the the um, 
what was the one? Uh, the Cody's. Mm-hmm. The Cody's with the yellow lead heads. And we used to have the tackle packs that had the yellow lead heads. And you'd pin you know, your bigger baits, like your, your pompano or your brown baits on there, like your herring or tomcod, and catch your, your big sand bass like that. And then these blam lures come out. Or came out. Come out. Speak English. Um, <laughs> See, and those are, were hot. Hey, we, you're a little bit of Mexican. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I lived in Santa Ana for three You've years. You've been hanging so, out with Carmelo, too. Yeah. Bristol and Central, son. <laughs> um, we used to get big bags of them, you know, and that was a big sell back in the day. You'd sell them a, a couple couple plastics and a lead head, but that's all you needed. Mm-hmm. And I think we maybe just took it for granted, you know, because, like, people kill for that now. Like, how? I mean, who wants to go catch a sculpin in July? No. It's very stupid. But people do. Do you – will you still fish calico, like, on the bow, like, when they're, when they're biting, will you go throughout? Oh, like, yeah. I love that. Lures are, are uh, actual – Just like fish bait. Yeah, you know? easier. Yeah, I mean, like you see, like the the guys that fish bass over there, and like they get those skiffs. Not getting shallow is not the problem on the front of the island. It's getting shallow on the back of the island, like you're in. You, the problem is you're driving through kelp, and it's a lot of that stuff isn't mapped, like mm-hmm. where the rocks are. There's boilers that are hidden that you don't. They don't quite peak ever. Yeah, you can just run a boat into them. We don't need to be tooling around in the kelp with thirty people. Yeah. One, because it's dangerous. Two, yeah. the whole boat's just stuck in the kelp. Yeah. We're not a skiff. We The skiffs don't have a generator. They just get to, like, float in the middle of the kelp and, like, fish weedless baits and stuff like that. And it's – I get it. It looks really fun, but, like, that doesn't work for us. We have to have, like – we got to have current. we got to be able to set up our set up our boat. Anchors, yeah. Like all the, yeah. Yeah. That's a – yeah. But you'll do it, like, you're oh, for, for fun, sure. you know? Dude, it's a pretty yeah. – It's a, when it's biting, it's a pretty important – you know, if there's nothing else going on at the island, the bass fishing's there. Um, yeah. It's just that it depends on the group. Yeah. You know, if you got guys that can fish calico bass, you have the, those same guys can catch a yaltail and those same guys could probably catch a tuna. Yeah. But, you know, if you've got a bunch of straight up and downers and you're parked in a reef area and there's kelp on the bottom and you're not necessarily sitting like in the matted up kelp because yeah. the current has it down, you're just pulling people's dropper loops out of the, the kelp the whole day. So it sucks. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Yeah. You know, but if it's biting, it's, it's, it's important for us. Yeah. <clears throat> but we, we have seen over the last, I don't know, since the limit definitely went to five and then the size limit changed. Um, we see a lot more people that are a little bit more like savvy to the conservation side of things. They catch a big one. They want to get a picture with it and then they just throw it back. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. How are you with conservation? Are you kind of just like more about, um, <clears throat> I mean, I know you probably want it there because you want it to grow because that's your livelihood. I think it was, I think it was it's too little too late. I think that really, with a lot of stuff, you know. What do you think about? So you did mention uh, Evan kind of said something about yellowtail having a bag limit, maybe only getting three. I think it was five. two fish or three fish. Yeah, it was and, something, and you kind of like and were being like, this, you're at, you're at being this, nine. being this ridiculous like twenty seven eight or twenty eight inches or something like that's a uh-huh. fucking nice yellowtail. Yeah, three of those. Now is ten too many? I think so. Do you try to to uh, police that? Do I like on your boat? Oh, we have to. You. Yeah. What's, what's the limit? Five? The limit's 10. 10. If it's 20, you, 24 or over. Or okay. you can have five under, five over. And You don't it, think 10's too many? 10's too many. Thinks it should be five? It should be five. Same as Calico. Yeah. What are you going to do with 10 25-pound yellowtail? Fuck, dude. You know? It's a lot of meat. You'll hit 10 25-pound on the boat sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. And you're I mean, like, but it's never going to be to the point where, you know, well, I mean, it has. Where you run into the problem where, let's say, one guy catches 18 fish, and he only wants six, but you didn't catch limits of yelltail for the boat. His fish... Can you give him away, technically? Like, can I get... Say he, I caught, like... He can give his fish My to other, limit, and I can give you part of my limit, and I Because it's all fishing. done by boat limits. Okay, great. So you can give your fish to somebody else. On the boat. Right. Okay. 
I can't catch a fish and give it to a passenger because consider consider commercial fishing. Okay. In the in the in the because ways of you're, the, okay because I'm a I'm a crew member. But I don't can't, you have a guy guys that come on the boat that just can really fish really good and they just kind of yeah do what they got to do sometimes. What do you There's, call them? Like a pinhead or not pinhead? Is it? I mean, we used to call them deadheads back in the deadheads, day. Yeah, they're, they're the freebies or whatever. But we got guys that that pay that are that are really they're good. hot shit. Yeah, you know. Okay. And thank God they're on the boat sometimes, you know, because you know on the days where what you look at the numbers sometimes, like when you got twenty five or thirty bluefin, like that that doesn't seem all that impressive. But when you find out like four of the guys or five of the guys caught all of that. Isn't that wild? Yeah. That, that's the shocker to we me. We see it like, a lot. Yeah. We see it a lot. And it doesn't mean that the other people didn't have a chance. They, they hooked fish or lost them. But there's a lot of guys that just they, they they're come good. out. They're, they're just good. They're like sponsored almost pretty it's, much. You know, there's like, a lot of luck involved. But it's, it's you just, you, when, you, when you're out there every day and, you you, you know, you just see guys that are – you can you can put yourself in position and you can definitely, you know, the guys that can – select the best bait the guys that can cast the best bait without having the bait just slap the water you know a 50 miles an hour and knock all the scales off of it dude they're they're on it you know yeah learning but it's you can't you can't teach that you can't grab a tiger woods golf book and then go out and (laughs) you know shoot 600 par on a you know the back nine of freaking pebble beach or something just because you just because you read tiger woods book yeah definitely it'll give you pointers you know but it's it's just like a it's a that's like people that look at YouTube for fishing a lot of the times, and I, I've said this. Like, they talk about, oh, once you feel the bite. Well, I've I never felt the bite, and the only way for me to feel it is to catch the fish. Yeah. If I'm not catching the fish, I don't know. Well, and they go and you get the, you know, it starts taking line off the reel, and you want to give it a five count. Like, I've never seen anybody go, it's just kind of like hey, that's like when you stick damn. the tip in, right? You don't just fucking. Stop. Well, I still get five seconds there too. <laughs> <laughs> you count one, two. <laughs> yep. You know, like when you get bit, you're fucking gonna go crazy. Yeah, I, and I just tell my wife, "Let me grab you a towel." And I'm, you know, <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. It's been a while. <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah. I mean, there's there is technique to yes. it. Yes. No. And that's what I mean. It's cool, like. I like the in-person stuff. Like, I don't like Zoom. I have a lot of people that want to do Zoom podcast. It's not the same. No, it's stupid. No. It's like I'm talking to someone over the phone. I'm like, all right, yeah, well. Well, then you got the connection that might be crappy. Well, then you got the board that fucks up on this guy. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, Or you think you're at commercial break and your pants come down mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it's not commercial break yeah. and you're sitting Next there like. Next thing I'm caught on my knees. <laughs> it's the king. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Thunderbird, Jeff. Not you Jeff got the Mark, black like, casting couch in yeah, the background. Yeah, behind us. <laughs> Oh man, but I mean, it's cool to do all this in person. For sure, and it's cool for you to to come on here. I appreciate that. Oh yeah, um, I was glad that you told me it was Blaine Park instead of Whittier. He doesn't like Whittier. See Mexicans. That's I'm, not I'm even that, to, dude. I'm gonna talk to Carmelo, dude, and ask him what your problem is with little Mexicans. No, I, he he said, and he, like, I'll <laughs> throw it up there, and I'm not gonna get in trouble for it because it's it's actually paperwork that I've received from the community. He made me an honorary beaner in Santa Ana. I love that word beaner. <laughs> This is from a Mexican guy giving this to me. You how know? many it's tacos a, do you eat? How many can and, I eat? And how hot are they? Oh, fuck. I, can you handle hot shit? Spicy, I love it. I can't. I'm a fucking whitest Mexican you ever meet. <laughs> I'm a coconut and a half, dude. No, it, I, I talked to my wife about it the other day, and it's like, when you like spicy stuff, you could take something that's like the most basic meal, and you can always make it good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like eggs or whatever. No no salt. You can add hot sauce to it. It's good. Or eat broccoli and chicken. Like if you're trying to eat healthy, put hot, hot sauce, sauce on it. It's good. When's the last time you've done that? All the time. You eat healthy a lot? I, well, I don't want to say all the time. I'm trying trying to. I got 
a little heavier than I wanted to this yeah. last past past the 40, year, bro. It's got things have got to change. Dude. And I'm pretty lazy, right? dude. Yeah, it's time to change. We can't be drinking these Coors Lights anymore. Right? Uh, whatever. At fucking eleven or one o'clock in the afternoon, two o'clock in the it's afternoon. It's late. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're used to morning beers, huh? Yeah, morning, <laughs> morning, morning cocktails. Yeah, <laughs> on a, at, at our place, the chicken coop. So, yeah. Um, let's plug the landing where they can get you on the boat. Uh, uh, if you want to get on the boat, you know, like what, what do they got to do? I have a link in my bio mm-hmm. on Instagram. Um, you can go DaviesLocker.com. Okay. I don't know how how great the Newport Landing website is as far as booking. I think like when you, I think you call on. I when I've done it, yeah, I've gone on a couple. Times I know, I, I know that I know the main website that they use is DaviesLocker.com. You can go to that, and then it it shows you the list of boats, um, anywhere from a half day, three quarter day, well watching or whatever. Yeah, um, we're obviously the overnight boat. Like I said, I have the link in my bio. We also have a Thunderbird Fishing Company Incorporated Facebook page with yeah. a book now option. Um, we're in the nine o'clock boat. There you go. Boat leaves at nine. Um, Comes back. Said yeah. earlier, so I think we're starting the year at two hundred bucks. We got a little bit of wiggle room if it seems like we're not uh, getting momentum people wise. We can drop the price a little bit, but you know we're also still running with ten less people than a full load. So makes sense. Makes sense. Well, it's less people. We we still have to keep our you know the operating costs are still the same. So. Yeah. Um, we had a couple people mention it last year and it's like, dude, like the gross of us carrying more people at less money. Oh, people complained. Right at the, right at the beginning. But you got it. Like I had this art, I talk with Mitch. I'm like, who doesn't want to, who wants to fish? Who wants to fish a full boat? Love, yeah. It's less people. It's like if you told me you could fish with 30 people or 10 and you got to pay another hundred bucks. But what, what if they told you you could go to Disneyland with a 2000 people instead of 50,000 people and you had to pay a hundred bucks more to get in? No Would problem. You pay it? No problem. No All problem. day long. I so. fucking hate people. So. Their operating <laughs> costs are still the same, you know, whether they fill the park or not. Like they're still they're still paying the same. So are we. I think it's a blessing in disguise. Um, obviously, it's, are you hoping? You think it's gonna stay like this? I, I mean, a couple guys have said, yeah, I do. Yeah, as far as the, this COVID bullshit. Well, I mean, the mask probably for the next like three or four years. I hope not. No, and there's no way. You dude. think it's gonna clear uh, up pretty soon? I'm out of here if I have to wear a mask for the next three years. Well, not wear a mask, but what I'm saying is like you're gonna get the the restrictions on everything for the next. Um, I think we'll have a. I don't know. I'd like to think that we'd have a, a better understanding of what 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 it's gonna be like coming into this next spring. You know, um, we'll see. I hope it gets better. I, I hope people can start opening their businesses and stuff that are that are struggling yeah. to full capacity. Yeah, at least restaurants. And Orange stuff. County's a little better, I think, too. Orange County's definitely open. pro business for yeah. sure. Yeah, which is cool. And it's not. I don't. And I wouldn't even call it like pro business to the point of like putting money up above of above safety. You know, like all of these hoops that. Um, small businesses are having to jump through just to stay open at a 25 or 50 percent capacity and then you're you just keep moving the goal line for these guys and, yeah. and they're screwed you know yeah. and it, we were the same way um we kind of just set our goal line once once everyone started to open back up and uh i think it was enough to uh i don't think people would put themselves in a position where if they thought they were going to get sick would be even be on the boat to begin i feel with. like i feel like the mask is pretty safe i feel like if you guys aren't are scared Put a mask on. I'm doing a char- I have a charter next week. Yeah. Next Friday. If you want to wear one, I mean, now we have to, but like just going, going out, walking around in public, like I'm not, I don't drive around and go, oh, look at this idiot with the mask on. I say that when they're driving their car with a mask on because they look like stupid asses. But um, if you want to wear a mask, it makes you feel safe or whatever. That's, I mean, more, more power, power, yeah, more power exactly. to you. Um, but I'm not going to unless I have to go into somewhere and it's required. Yeah. But I'm not going to bust their balls over it. No. Like they they have to work too. Yeah. You so, do whatever you want. Yeah. You know? 
Like yeah, you want to wear sure. a seeker fishing rod hat, you go ahead and do it. You want to, yeah. If you want to wear a seeker fishing hat and fish a Calstar rod, knock yourself out. <laughs> if you want to put a Daiwa handle on a Trinidad, knock yourself out. Like you want to fish. Hey, you want to fish a gay R D R two D? Yeah. If you want to put a tranks on a on a <laughs> on a Phoenix, knock yourself out. <laughs> Thanks again, Jeff, for coming on. This was a real fun one. You bet. It's uh, my pleasure. You're not a dickhead at all, man. You're really cool. I. I I've heard that I'm a dickhead, but yeah, I think I'm all right. Okay. Well, we love dickheads here because I call everyone a dickhead. (laughs) Perfect. Thanks for coming on, dude. You bet. (laughs)